Yeah, so inhalers are so tricky. I find that this is one of the most um, complicated medications that patients can use, and it's so important for us as pharmacists to make sure that we're educating them on how to use it. So whenever the patient comes up to the pharmacy, I will pull out the inhaler for them and we'll go through the package insert because usually there's a lot of really good images on there. And so having that visual is important. And then I'll demonstrate what it looks like to use the inhaler and I'll ask them to show it, to teach it back to me. And so when we go through and do that um, back and forth, I find that that really locks in how to use the inhaler and it also increases the confidence for the patient. Um, and I always encourage them to reach out with questions and sometimes patients will give us a call and we'll help troubleshoot what's going on or have them come back into the pharmacy if they have additional questions on their inhalers. Welcome to the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show, where quality measurement leads to better patient outcomes. This show will be your go-to source for all things related to quality improvement and medication use in healthcare. We will hit on trending health topics as they relate to performance measurements and find common ground for payers and practitioners. We will discuss how the Equip platform can help you with your performance goals, and we will also make sure to keep you up to date on pharmacy quality news. Please note that the topics discussed are based on the information available at the date and time of recording. Information or guidelines are updated periodically, and we will always recommend that our listeners research and review any guidelines that are newly published. Buckle up and put your thinking cap on. The Quality Corner Show starts now. Hello, Quality Corner Show listeners. Welcome to the PQS podcast, where we focus on medication use, quality improvement, and how we can utilize pharmacists to improve patient health outcomes. I'm your host, Nick Dorich, and on this episode, our discussion will focus on how we communicate with patients for managing asthma and medications that may be used in the treatment and management of asthma. For anyone that has asthma or has been around others in their life with asthma, exacerbations can be very sudden and somewhat frightening. Fortunately, there are medications that can be used for ongoing maintenance therapy and, of course, rescue inhalers to be used when most needed. With this episode, our message will focus on how pharmacists can most effectively communicate with patients and the caregivers to understand this disease state, understand the medications that they may be utilizing, and the effective counseling points for the use of these medications. Now, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest for today, and that is Dr. Hannah Frederick, and she is a PGY1 resident at Cub Pharmacy. Hannah, welcome to the PQS Quality Corner Show, and how are you doing today? Hi, Nick. Thank you. I'm doing really well. I'm excited to be on the show today. Excellent. Well, before we get into the actual content and talking about asthma, Hannah, can you tell us about you? Um, what's your career? What's your experience in pharmacy and healthcare? And then what do you do today? Yeah, so I'm currently the resident at Cub Pharmacy in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I graduated from Drake University last May, so a year ago, and that's where I completed pharmacy school. Excellent. I'm excited to have you here. And you're from Minnesota originally, right? So yeah, yep. Midwest. And we've had you're not the first one from Minnesota or from Iowa that we've had on the show. A lot of great folks that we've had from that experience um, here. Uh, we have had talks with some of the folks at Cub Pharmacy. They're a group that does some excellent pharmacy clinical services. We've talked previously about getting someone to come on the show. You and I met at the APHA meeting a few months ago, and hey, we wanted to cover topics about asthma, and that was your research area. So this worked out perfectly. I'm happy to have you here today. And we're going to get into talking about asthma, uh, but not before we stop and hear the breakdown. 
Now it's time for the breakdown. As Quality Corner show host, Nick will ask three main topic questions. Our guests will have a chance to respond and there will be some discussion to summarize the key points. This process will repeat for the second and third questions, which will wrap up the primary content for this recording. After that, expect to end on a closing summary, usually containing a bonus question. Now that we have described the process, let's jump into the questions. All right, Hannah. So our first question today, we're talking about asthma, and we're going to start with the uh, we're going to start with the basics. What is asthma? How is it defined or diagnosed? Yeah, good place to start. So asthma is a really common condition where a patient's airways can narrow and swell and sometimes produce mucus, and all of these things lead to difficulty breathing. So some of the symptoms a patient might have would be wheezing, shortness of breath, sh- chest tightness, or cough. Um, And these can vary in intensity and can change over time as well. For diagnosing, patients often see their doctors and they present and discuss their physical history and what symptoms that they've been having or experiencing. And oftentimes we do lung function tests at the doctor's office. And this is how we are able to diagnose asthma. All right, Hannah, follow up question here. Mm -hmm. Um, Because most disease states are not linear, right? There's going to be changes, either good or bad, when it comes to the disease state and how that is impacting and affecting the patient. So with asthma, are there any key markers, either subjective or objective, that healthcare providers can track with the patient or the patient's caregiver that can be used for either worsening or improving of the disease state? Yeah, So there's both subjective and objective, actually. So a few things that we look at is how often is the patient using their um, rescue inhaler? Are they needing it every day? Do they need it at a certain time of day? Um, We also do um, ACT or asthma control tests for patients, and this gives us a good idea of how well controlled their asthma and their breathing is. So this can range from 5 to 25 on the asthma control test. And if a patient scores over 19, that indicates that their asthma as well controlled. And in that, we ask questions like, how often are you using your rescue inhaler? How would you rate your asthma and your overall breathing? And um, getting those questions from the patient is going to give us a good indicator on how they're doing. Excellent. Well, we've covered the basics of the disease state on asthma, but let's talk now about what we're doing to help patients, specifically when it comes to medication use. So what does a treatment action plan look like? And then how do patients manage this disease through use of medications? Yeah, so every patient who has asthma should have their own asthma action plan, and this is put together with their provider, and this is um, giving them the opportunity to help control and manage their asthma on their own, and then come to us when they need um, additional help. So the main uh, medications or inhalers that we'll use for patients would be a controller inhaler, and this is something that we have patients use every day routinely. And then we have reliever inhalers or rescue inhalers, they're often called. And this is just as needed when a patient is experiencing that shortness of breath um, or that chest tightness and they need something quick um, to work a little bit better. So the guidelines actually a few years ago changed, and they went from um, recommending only a short-acting beta agonist inhaler, so an albuterol inhaler, to now saying that patients should be on more than just an as-needed rescue inhaler. So there's four different steps to treatment, and patients can fall on any one of these steps, and it's usually a combination of a controller and a reliever, and then the dosage doses range depending on um, where the patient is at and how well controlled their asthma is. 
Excellent. Now, when it comes to use with inhalers in particular, right, that's going to be the main medication that is used, whether it's for uh, control or therapy or for a rescue. What do we need to make sure that the patient understands? Because these medications, they are going to be effective with treating or managing the disease state. However, if they are not used consistently, at least on the controller side of it, um, but even with the rescue inhaler, if they're if they're not used either consistently or if they're used improperly, the patient isn't going to get the real benefit. Now, this is something where the patient is right. They're taking the canister and they're going to be taking a puff. It gets a little bit tricky on the appropriate use. And if not used appropriately, there can be side effects. Um, that can be a little bit nasty. So what important counseling points, what do we need to make sure that the patient or again, the patient and their caregiver, they what do they need to understand before they're leaving the pharmacy? Yeah, so inhalers are so tricky. I find that this is one of the most um, complicated medications that patients can use. And it's so important for us as pharmacists to make sure that we're educating them on how to use it. So whenever the patient comes up to the pharmacy, I will pull out the inhaler for them and we'll go through the package insert because usually there's a lot of really good images on there. And so having that visual is important. And then I'll demonstrate what it looks like to use the inhaler and I'll ask them to show it, to teach it back to me. And so when we go through and do that um, back and forth, I find that that really locks in how to use the inhaler and it also increases the confidence for the patient. Um, and I always encourage them to reach out with questions and sometimes patients will give us a call and we'll help troubleshoot what's going on or have them come back into the pharmacy if they have additional questions on their inhalers. Um, but big things with the specific inhaler. So there's different types that we want patients to be aware of. Um, they're not all gonna be the same. So there could be a metered dose inhaler and that's gonna work a little bit differently than a dry powder inhaler. So being aware of what the patient is picking up and how to counsel them is gonna be the most important thing. Um, and each one has its own directions. Um, some side effects, if a patient is on a steroid inhaler, we wanna make sure that they're rinsing their mouth out really well afterwards because we wanna avoid any thrush um, or any infection in the mouth. So that's gonna be a big thing that we'll talk about with patients. But other than that, we often um, encourage patients to show us how they use their inhaler and then come to us with any extra questions that they might have. Before we go on to the next question, Hannah, I'm gonna ask uh, one, one more follow-up about this because <laughs> from my own experience and when it comes to use of inhalers, I've worked with some pharmacists that will swear by um, getting the patient you know, for, for their inhaler, not just the inhaler, the device itself, but also use of a spacer. What, I guess, is that appropriate? You know, I know, like I said, some folks used it basically for every new patient with inhaler. Some were really kind of an understanding with does the patient know and understand? Can they work with the provider as you described? Can they show you how to use it properly? And hey, they don't need it. Basically, can you describe what the spacer is, when it can be used or when it should be considered? Yes, so thank you for bringing that up. That's actually a great tool that we can use for a lot of our patients and that's gonna help them get the adequate dose that they need. So spacers are great options for a lot of patients because if an inhaler is used incorrectly, the medicine might end up on the tongue or just in the back of the throat. But then when we use an, a spacer, it gives that added space that's needed so that the medication is going back into the lungs and it's not getting stuck in the mouth. Great, well, thanks for that description, Hannah. And yeah, it's, it's an item where, again, I've seen all Different pharmacists use it or recommend at different instances and becomes important, right? Well, you want to make sure a patient knows um, how to be using their, their inhaler appropriately uh, because patient, even if they're taking the doses, if it's not being done properly, not getting the intended effect, and we don't want that to be the case. Now, Hannah, let's go 
to our next question, our third question for today. And this is a little bit of a different one, focusing on pharmacist and pharmacist provided or pharmacist led patient education as it goes for asthma management. We know that community pharmacist as the center uh, of community healthcare, most accessible healthcare provider for most patients, uh, they're gonna be receiving many, many questions from patients, not just about the medication used for treating asthma, but maybe about the disease itself. Now, during your residency year, and this is how you and I met, you had a poster presentation at the APHA meeting this year. Um, it was looking at the impact on pharmacist-led patient education for asthma. So can you tell us a little bit about you know, what you have found, why you wanted to research this, and then what is most effective for education and the patient experience? Yeah, I would love to talk about my research project. So it's still ongoing. We don't have the final data collection points completed yet, but I'm excited to see those results in a couple of weeks. So um, this project all stemmed from actually a larger project that we had participated in with the Minnesota Department of Health. And so it's this big initiative on helping patients take control of their asthma and really know how to manage it themselves and incorporate community pharmacists as needed. We were able to track patients and meet with them several times throughout the past year. And just having those frequent touch bases with them, whether over the phone or in person when they're picking up their inhaler, has made, from what I've seen, a very large difference for many of my patients. Um, they find that us reaching out is helping them stay accountable and adherent to their inhalers because sometimes they need that reminder that it needs to be filled. Um, so I find that's really helpful. And I've also noticed that having them come in in person at least once just so that we can sit down and talk about the inhaler itself and make sure that they're using it correctly has been the most effective. It's really hard to convey that message over the phone, especially if we can't see each other and we can't understand how they're actually using it. So um, the biggest takeaways that I've had from this research project so far are in-person visits are best for patients when we're counseling them on how to use the inhaler and then having that um, frequent touch base and following up with them, whether over the phone or in person, helps keep them on track and adherent to their inhalers. Hannah, when it comes to these experiences and that patient education part of it, what's the level of comfort and knowledge from the pharmacist standpoint. I mean, asthma, it's not a new disease state and many of these medications have been around for a long time. So my thinking here is that for management, patient management, pharmacists are a key healthcare provider that you know patients, but then also health plans and other providers could probably use increasingly around asthma management education. What's What have been your thoughts and experience on that? Yes, I think pharmacists are crucial in um, helping patients with asthma because we have the actual inhaler with us when we're giving it to the patient, right? So not a lot of providers will have the inhalers at their office. The patient has to come to the pharmacy to pick that up. And so when we're describing how to use it, having that physically present is going to be super important. And I think that's a great area for pharmacists to really shine and to help our patients in ways that sometimes doctor's offices don't always have the maybe the time or the resources to do. Excellent. Well, thanks for that description, Hannah. Thanks for that follow-up. And um, with, with that, that wraps up our content on the primary questions for today's episode. I'm going to give a quick bit of a summary, and Hannah, I'm going to give you a chance to catch your breath, pun intended here, uh, for, <laughs> for this as I give a quick summary. So what we've been talking about today is, is asthma as a disease state. Um, it's a condition of narrowing of the airways, which may make breathing uh, difficult, trigger coughing. This is a disease state that can be managed um, for patients and that can um, that can be impacted by use of medications. We've talked about the controller therapies the patients are going to be taking every day um, to help the breathing and then also rescue inhalers such as the Ibuterol, which patients can be using 
as necessary um, when they do happen to have an asthma attack because those can be very negative um, and those can be life-threatening for patients. So we want to make sure that the pharmacists are involved with the appropriate counseling on use for both control of therapies and rescue because these medications, we know that they can be effective uh, for both short and long-term therapy, but they need to be used in the right way. And finally, Hannah, you talked about there at the end, pharmacists provided education as it comes to asthma. Why are pharmacists best suited for education on asthma? Um, they're seeing the patients regularly. They can be doing this in person. They can be, when they're in person, they can be showing the patient how to actively use the inhaler so that the patient is getting the right dose, uh, but also checking in just how is the patient, they can do their own screenings at that time as well to see, is the patient having uh, worsening symptoms? Are they having better symptoms uh, or less symptoms rather? And that can impact what they need as far as regular daily dosing, um, whether they can be perhaps weaned off some of that maintenance medication or whether they need an increase. So community pharmacists are absolutely an unsung hero when it comes to uh, treatment and management of, of asthma, and certainly patients know that they can trust their community pharmacist in this regard. So with that, that we've covered our, our quick summary of the topic, Hannah, I hope you're ready for our closing part of the episode here. I've got three questions, or maybe it's one big question with three parts to it. And this is about you. This is about your quality improvement plan um, and how you track that. That's something that we love to talk about here at the PQS Quality Corner Show, besides just medications. But uh, we want to hear about you. So first question, how do you track your personal or professional goals? And then can you share a goal you're currently working on? And finally, is there a goal you haven't yet started, but that you would like to start this year? Yeah, so all good questions. Um, so I like to track my personal and professional goals by writing things down. And then a lot of the time I will look at the previous month and how things went. And then looking forward, I'll make notes on what I want to do differently, um, what's going really well. Just having that reflection, I think, is super important for how I track personal and professional goals um, and set things for future dates as well. Um, right now I'm working on finishing my manuscript for the research project. So that's coming up in a couple weeks. I'm really excited for that and um, excited to accomplish that goal. And then one thing that I haven't started, but I'm hoping to get going soon actually is uh, studying to become the board certified pharmacy specialist. So I'm gonna sit for the BCPS exam in the fall and um, hopefully can add those a uh, couple letters after my name. Excellent. Well, best wishes with uh, the BCPS certification, Hannah. I know I, I am not B BCPS. I am not board certified myself, although I've certainly advocated for pharmacists if it's right for them um, to go through that. We've had an episode with uh, Brian Lawson actually talking about board certification and the importance for that, what that means for pharmacists, um, working with other providers, but then also patients. So it is a significant item. Um, I know it's a good amount of work that's there. So going from residency and working a full-time you know, adult job, if you will, plus studying there, you're going to have your hands full. So best wishes with all of that. Uh, but Hannah, one actual final question here before we let you go today. Folks may want to hear about your research or they may be interested in what you're doing at Cub and some of the work um, or otherwise just about asthma, asthma management. So if they do have a question, where can they contact you? How can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, email would be the best way to contact me. And my email address is hannah.frederick at cub.com. Excellent. Well, Hannah, thank you very much for joining the show today. I certainly had a great time walking through our description on asthma management and the role that pharmacists can play and how they can be educating patients. It is an important item. We, we know pharmacists have a role to play in healthcare for all patients, but certainly 
when it comes to breathing, breathing a little bit easier. So we appreciate having Hannah on this show. And for our listening audience, we thank you for joining us today. And we hope to have you listen to our next episode of the Quality Corner Show. We'll be back with a new episode for you next week. And until then, we have one final message from the PQS team. The Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show has a request for you. Our goal is to spread the word about how quality measurement can help improve health outcomes. And we need your help in sharing this podcast to friends and colleagues in the healthcare industry. We also want you to provide feedback, ask us questions, and suggest health topics you'd like to see covered. If you are a health expert and you want to contribute to the show or even talk on the show, please contact us. You can email info at pharmacyquality.com. Let us know what is on your mind, what we can address, so that you are fully informed. We want you to be able to provide the best care for your patients and members, and we wish all of you listeners out there well.